What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s cruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Well, 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 it's another 902-1OMG, you guys. Wow. And it's an OMG-er. Yeah. It is. It's oof, heavy. I did not see this episode coming. Nope. Not after last week. The world did. Well, the world saw it coming because it's so topical. I mean, isn't it crazy? We were just talking about Halloween. We're so on we're so on trend with our podcast, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. But here it is. Mm-hmm. The topic of anti-Semitism and racism abound in this episode. Yeah. It it actually like took me back like where I was like this is literally what's on the news yeah what's in our world mm. it, it was sort of astounding how on point this episode was like I, I it really 
I was a little gobsmacked, like, whoa. I yeah. mean, yeah. It's, it is weird how this is, it's the same. I mean, when the show has in the previous, in the past talked about racism mm-hmm. and here we are dealing with the same things. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about anti-Semitism and that's just all over the news right now. It's on every college campus. It's just. What's sadder is to know that things don't change. Yeah. Oof, isn't that. That's the, the hard part. We've come. We always say we've come so far. And then it's something like this that you look mm-hmm. back 30 years ago and you're like, mm-hmm. you really sadly haven't. Tori, that's such an interesting point. That was uh, yeah. after watching this. I really was left to to try to figure out was 90210 so groundbreaking and so like just willing to address these things. And I I attribute that a lot to your dad, Tori. Mm. Then I also was like, or does life just never change? Mm. Do these issues just well regardless, the show was definitely groundbreaking because we were the first show talking about it on primetime television and certainly the first show ever talking about it to this younger audience. For sure. So true, Jenny. It's like, I also felt this episode did not land on me back then in the same way it does now. It's just watching it completely from a different perspective. As an adult? Yeah. I think most of it probably sort of went over my head mm-hmm. or I just didn't pay attention or realize the significance of it all. Mm -hmm. Which is a risk they took because when dealing with young people and, you know, here we are, we keep talking about fifth season, like, oh, we're getting into the keg parties and all the romances and the scandal. And then to take us into something that's just like a hard hitting topic feels almost like off point, but very 90210. But they took a big chance that the audience would be like, young kids would be like, eh, I don't want to see this. I don't want to watch this episode. Yeah, they hit it hard, too. Like, yeah, really I wish hard. there was a balance. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was a little heavy-handed. It was. But it was such a, a heavy topic. Yeah. And important to so many people, so many people around the world, but so many people involved in the production of our show. Like, you right. know, yeah. so. They handled it well too not just with my 1994 eyes but with today like it wasn't I thought it was handled well I thought if I was a young person watching this you understood all sides and you understood how important this was and each was presented fairly well you know per usual the let's tie it up with a bow and we're all so happy is always yeah. a little 90210-y. But otherwise, I, I don't have a lot of criticism of it. Why don't we remind people what the heck we're talking yes. about? Uh, this is season five, episode 11. Hate is just a four-letter word. Aired November 16th, 1994. Synopsis. Racial tensions hit the campus of California University, putting Brandon's peacekeeping skills to the test. Kelly's photo shoot gets canceled. Donna's party gets ruined. And Dylan gets threatened by his no-good drug dealer. Directed by Les Landau, written by Richard Golantz and Charles Rosen, of course. Yeah. Can we get the one most awkward thing in this whole episode out of the way, though? The one? Literally, I guess. There's one. 
<laughs> gasped out loud. There was Wait, one can thing. I guess? Jenny will get oh. it. You'll get it. Wait. Okay. What was it with Brandon? Uh, yes, it was with Brandon. Was it something Brandon said yes. to Kelly? <laughs> I can't remember who he said it to, but it was so not uh, not. Wait, say it. What was it? Slap and tickle? No, but I can't wait to talk talk about that. It was, was when it? they said, "I'm just going to acknowledge it." Next year, could you get Bill Cosby? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. So that was okay then to reference him. It, of course, and it totally made sense then. But that was the one thing that I was like, "Well, that did not age well." How could he have known? Though? He they yeah. know so much on 90210, but they did not. The, get yes, that we're one. so ahead of our time. <laughs> did not get that one. Pudding was totally a big right. thing then. It was you couldn't have known. Yeah, pudding and the Cosby Show was quite well liked then. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it was when Brandon asked Kelly if she wanted to go back to her place and do a little slap and tickle. Okay, so what's a slap and tickle, by the way? Exactly. What? Well, only Kelly would know. Apparently, it's their thing, a slap and tickle. I guess that was something like like things we said to each other then. That was actually bananas. What does that mean? He's going to slap me and I'm going to tickle him? Or like a a slap your fanny and tickle, tickle, tickle. What is it? it? Whatever it is, it's creepy, and I don't want that visual. Thank you. Oh. It's gross, especially for like someone young to be like. That sounds like something like Jim Walsh might say to Cindy, like, "Hey, let's go upstairs and do a little slap and tickle." I put a note like <laughs> on the what? suspenders. Actually, how about Jim Walsh being also very ahead of his time, sort of calling out Brandon's white privilege in a very sort of eloquent way? Yeah. I thought, oh, all right, yeah. Leave it to Jimbo. Everybody got it right, especially, although Jesse and Andrea, we can dissect because I do think Andrea has an issue sort of listening and and uh, allowing people to have a different opinion. But mm-hmm. that was very compelling, Andrea with her grandmother. And obviously mm-hmm. she would be passionate about this. Right. And rightfully so. She would be a real outspoken, you know, person willing to make a stand so that all tracked and it was nice to see her have something to do other than carry a baby yeah yeah when grandma rose is that grandma rose mm-hmm. when grandma rose because grandma rose was somebody else so i get confused right yeah yeah that's right grandma rose dropped the line about him being him dying in the camps like all of a sudden the episode just took a turn for yeah. me yeah yeah. I don't know about you. No, it was so heavy saying that Hannah looks like mm-hmm. him. And then all of a sudden you get this, you just get the heaviness and the importance of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And oh, it just resonated so much about speech and inappropriate speech and or somebody saying something in one speech and that becoming how you completely think of them, you know, and and again, I was left to not really know what my take was on Roland, Roland Turner, Mm -hmm. because we're, we see that terrible, hateful speech, horrible, but then we never really are convinced that he's, not that way, even though Janice is explaining 
that he is different from that. So it yeah. was just, all of it just was too much for me. Yeah, it was topically. so much. It was hard for me to track like everybody's position on everything. What did you feel? How did you feel about the the fight when Andrea comes over to visit Brandon? Because each of them had their position and I felt like neither of them were wrong in what they were. I felt the same saying. way. It, it was a little yeah. Brandon need to abstain. Brandon is a very little, hesitant. He's so neutral. To, yeah. He's so, sw he's so Switzerland. Totally. <laughs> Brandon, Jason, Jason, Brandon. <laughs> life art, life art. So I thought, oh, that was, in <laughs> that was interesting. You know, it's, it's, it's so 90210 to have this topic that, that at the time was so probably, I couldn't even really comprehend. And there's also the confusion of real people being interspersed like Anita Hill or Marcus Garvey. And then Roland Turner, I'm assuming is like a made up person. There's a lot of that where it was very confusing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're kind of like I mean. trying to do a history lesson at the same time. And I was thinking like, I think this might have been me, Jenny, my first sort of learning about all of this because I didn't go to high school and I didn't, yeah, I didn't have classes in the, in these categories. So this was like educational for me back then. And then I was thinking like, when kids go away to college, I mean, they this is when they get to express their opinions about things, mm -hmm. and then they get to go and ha have these this outlet where they get to stand on their own opinions. And it's interesting. Again, I never saw that in real life. So I felt like I was learning how it was handled back then and now seeing how it's being handled now, mm -hmm. just the similarities and the prominent sort of role models in, in everyone's life, the woman who works at Seventeen Magazine and her perspective, mm -hmm. uh, the dean and his she perspective. Yeah, and and that really resonated too. Like, it, I don't know, I do feel like it was well done, although yeah. it's hard to totally know where I stand because it right. was confusing and in 44 minutes, I'm like, right. Yeah. I don't have an, any information. I mean, I know this episode was really important to my dad and his heritage. I mean, I I can remember not knowing what it was about, but we took one, you know, my dad didn't fly. So we took one trip to Europe and we had to take a train three days to New York. And then the QE2 boat took a week to get there. So it was a big what? deal once we were in Europe. But um, my dad, it was really important that he wanted to, because he was in World War II, it was important for him to go to Normandy, France, and the wall. Um, it was really important as a Jew to take a picture there. And he was like, this is part of our heritage and and um, for everyone that was murdered. And it, it that was something that I'll never forget wow. that photo and seeing him so proud, like beaming. And he, you okay, I'm sorry to get sidetracked on such an important thing. He actually did not fly at all. So you took a train across the country and took a boat. Right. He It was in World War II. And when he was coming home, he came back from Europe to New York and was supposed to get on a flight to Texas. And he had bronchitis. They pulled him off the flight. The flight crashed. Everyone died on it. So <gasps> he never, his mom said, please don't ever fly again. He never did. He was 18. And even in all your years, 
you, he never got a private plane, nothing. No, he wouldn't get back on a plane ever. Jen knows this, like never flew. Wow. So you took this trip that it was so important to him that you did it the way you all did it. All four of you. Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. Can you remember it? Like, can you remember all of it and how important it was to your dad? Yeah, but I could visualize that picture that he took and he was like, wanted. I think we had like disposable cameras at the time. Um, but it was really important for him to go there specifically and take a picture. And I remember him kissing the wall and, and very, yeah, he was very emotional. Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. 
Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I mean, it's such a heavy episode, and I, I did think about your, your dad throughout. For some reason, I don't know, Jenny, if you had the same thing, but for some reason, I felt like this had to have been so important to him. And I'm assuming, I don't want to put words in Charles Rosen's I'm mouth, sure, but I'm yes. assuming this was of so course. important to him. Yes. Him and Karen, of course. Yeah. I think it was it was a good episode, but it was hard to follow. And it was, heavy. It, was it felt like it took me out of the 90210 of it, yeah. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Especially yeah. today. And this is sweeps, right? Still sweeps? November, November 16th. 16th. Yeah. In the, right Which in the is a, a tough one, I feel like, for sweeps. Right. Right? Because I mean, it's polarizing, right? Of course. Some young people are going to be like, oh, wow. Okay, I want to learn. I want to know more. They can watch with their parents who can talk to them about it. And mm. others are like, we want the, you know, fun, like partying at the keg house the beach, so, yeah <laughs> yeah it's very like typical because we have this sort of history lesson happening in front of our eyes but then we simultaneously have dylan in the hospital with his mom with a drug dealer oh, getting into the hospital about that room. well because val tells them how to how to get there like she i don't what is she doing Sitting vigil night after night, never leaving the hospital, but then going and sneaking basically into it, getting the keys somehow from Iris, and then going into his thing, going through all of his drawers. But I guess then she was trying to get rid of the drugs. That's so just as I was sort of like, oh, but then, then she got rid of the drugs, which and she was sort of proud of herself for doing it. Yeah, but then she tells the drug dealer to go visit him, essentially. That was so crazy. Why would she not realize that was a drug dealer? What old friend, what did you think it was? Yeah, that doesn't ring true for Val. She, she saw she... him in the dream. He was the devil. Hello. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't watch that episode? It's just last week. And how about that guy? Like, very, like, in the hospital? Like, even the worst drug dealer? You better keep my name out of your mouth. Like this guy's on his deathbed. Like, <laughs> and also, what's going to happen with this nurse? Come on, oh guys. my gosh, I I feel something coming. Like what? And what I do you feel, feel? I feel like she's going to be a part of his past life regressions or something. I was about done with her when we saw her again. <laughs> 
she's a med no student, offense, but wants to study his dreams. And then I saw a deck of cards. I was just like, what the heck? Yeah, I, I don't like where this is going. I feel bored by it. Yeah, oh, I was about done with her. I'm like, I told you I watched the wrong episode. So, oh, no, I didn't. I watched two episodes from now. So she's gone. So I guess she's. In oh, OK, good, good. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's just talk about Dylan's whole sitch. OK. Yeah, I was kind of I honestly kind of bored by it this episode. Me, like I, I'm glad he's better and he can talk. And yeah. he seems to be improving. And then there's sort of a comment about he has no money. And then it seemed like Iris was maybe going to sort of save the day on that. She's got the Hopefully. money. Don't worry about the money. I don't know. And then Valerie's I feel like, like he was filming something else, and like he had one day to shoot, and they just did it all in the hospital bed. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And and then Iris kind of liking Valerie. Oh, like telling Dylan. It's like, come on, Iris. You know better. Iris has met Val before. Just in this time just in this last since he's been in the hospital really that's the first time she's met her yeah because the first time she's been back since valerie moved into town wow so why does she like her i don't she thinks that's his new girlfriend or something i mean all the rest of you forgot about him though i will say that like (laughs) the rest of you are you know changing the world and playing flag football but there's flag football again there was some flag football. Remember Brandon? Last episode. This one too. Remember uh, I Brandon? I that too. I can't, you guys, with the football. I'm sorry. They lost. I they lost. They got all dirty. Brandon Ooh, was they late. Got dirty. Brandon missed game. the game. Like cute dirty? I, I fast forward. I didn't no. see that. No. Muddy. I liked when Rush called Steve Stevie Wonder. That was a little cute <laughs> nickname. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cute. Can I ask a question though? I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you notice some crazy camera work at one point that it looked like we were um, the Blair Witch Project? No, that would have made me excited, though. Where was that? There was a scene of Kelly and Brandon in sort of the outside of school. First of all, the lighting was like so bad. It was so sunny and just bad. And the camera was just full Blair Witch Project. I was like, what is going on? That was handheld like, before uh, there was like a steady cam or something. Yeah. This was ha- literally a handheld camera. They didn't Ooh. have those um cute those rigs that they put on now, you know that whole Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, that thing. You know what I I think one of the struggles I had with the episode, even though I really Oh, tell us. liked it. Yeah. And I think Jenny alluded to this. It's it, it's like I was supposed to know Alex Diaz and Janice Williams and all these people so well. Hello, they've been on so many times. <laughs> like, I still don't get why Alex Diaz is just once gunning for Brandon all the time and he's so angry. Like, I couldn't I keep know. all that straight. So that I was I could not keep it straight. And I was like, wait, this guy's back? Okay. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, here But I will know. tell you when when Brandon. negative Nancy. Brandon with that ga- gavel. I don't know. I thought that was hot. <laughs> I watched it twice, you guys. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cute. But who brings their girlfriend to their like board meeting? Like you're always there. Well, he thought it was going to be quick and then they were going to go do a little slap and tickle. Hello. She's number two on the call sheet. Of course, she's always going to be there. <laughs> I'd get her in as much as I could too. I don't care if it makes sense. I want to see her. She's supporting her boyfriend. Who, by the way, I really like Brandon and Kelly together. I, oh, yeah. They, when I see them together, it just makes me happy as a person watching it. 
Totally. Oh no, they just seem fun and like they don't seem fun. You don't They're think they seem fun. fun? We what the discussions they were having in this episode? They're so I don't know. There's nothing spicy. No, they're they're like an old married an old couple. Married couple. Yeah. yeah, like teenage I don't lovers. Like, yeah, it's, but I want to see a little bit of like something. A slap and tickle. Okay, <laughs> sure. You know what? I'll take I'll take it. That grosses me out, but I'll take it at this point. I like them. You're wearing a bit of a prairie dress now. Um, I my note was I want that dress immediately. That <laughs> dress, I loved it so much. I'm gonna have it made. It's so Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. So should we talk about Ray or more of the heavy stuff? Because I do want to talk about Deshaun and how he's such a great character and should be in it way more. You don't think? We Wait, love he was Deshaun. in it? Oh, my God. I, just, I love Deshaun. We love when he comes back. They give him two seconds of screen great. time, but he, yeah. he's hot. Yeah. He always looks hot. He always comes in yeah. with the wise words and, like, it's solves weird. all the, always the voice of reason. Because he was barely in it. Yeah, one scene, half a scene. Yeah. So what about Ray's birthday? And that Ray is 25 and Donna is just about 20. I don't think I ever remembered the age difference. Oh. What was Ray doing in the beach apartment? Was he fixing something? With his tank top. With his tank top mean? there? That was when he came out. Style. He had his tool he belt was... and he was repairing something. Oh, he was repairing something? And that's when we learn he was fixing the faucet. That's what he was doing. He was fixing the faucet. That's right. They do acknowledge he was fixing the I faucet. I didn't care. All I cared about was Claire's cute hairdo and Donna's uh, tour. Is this when the when you had a Band-Aid on your nose? <laughs> you know, okay. I went back and I was like, oh, my God. That's the that's the I see, I it saw was, right? something. What mm-hmm. happened? 1994. Take me back. 1994. I was how old? Uh, I don't do math. 20? I was 20. Yeah, I think we were all 20. We just lost we? the Casper thing, so I was still with Nick Sewell's a little <laughs> bit. Before my 21st birthday? When did you get, when the altercation with the bird happened? I, Wait. It was before my 21st birthday, so was I not 21 yet? Does that make Somebody sense? Somebody tell me yeah. what's happening. I'm born in 73. Yeah. Okay, so that was it. So... But I didn't see a Band-Aid, but something I saw. I saw like a flesh-colored tape thing over your tape. nose. And in two, every time you're on camera, I could see it. It looked and like I was powder. Like, it looked like yeah. I'd done cocaine, which I hadn't done. And I thought to myself, okay, I know how your brain works. I know how in your head you were at that time about being on camera with that on your nose oh. and I was my nose wow. in general you know how I feel yeah. about the nose <laughs> what happened? especially after a bird bites it off a bird bit your nose just <laughs> tell me everything no one ever believes the story but Jen was there so she knows it's real people think I make this up as like party fodder when I tell this at a party but it's a good uh so I had gone with the bad boyfriend at the time Nick to Hawaii with Shannon and Dean Factor on the same vacation. That's when she got engaged um, and also broke up. There was the, yeah, she threw the crystal dolphin, like that whole thing. You've told that story before. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then they got back together. Okay. In that same trip, 
you could go, you can't do this nowadays, but you could just walk in the streets and they would sell you parrots. Eclectus parrots. Big red ones were females. Big green ones were males. Nothing. That was it. You bought a parrot. They gave you a parrot and you could transport it home from LA on the plane. I don't know. Different. So you bought a bird. So Nick and I decided we're going to buy a bird because that's just that seems like the next step in a totally dysfunctional relationship. So we bought a bird that I named Charlie, even though she was a girl. Which weirdly went on to be my first (laughs) husband's name, Charlie. Anyway, whole different story. He was nice. But this bird, really great bird. They're very communicative. She had my voice. So I would always come home and I'd be like, hi, Charlie Bird. And she'd be like, hi, Charlie Bird. And talk just (laughs) like me, which is crazy. But sadly, you know, I would have to go to work all day and we worked crazy hours. So she would be home alone. He didn't work. So he was home with her. And uh, she progressively got like more anxiety and meaner to the point where like my friends and I, if we we would have her out and she would dance and she would sit on me at night, I'd be like looking at my lines and she'd be like sitting with me in bed and cuddling in my hair and was the sweetest thing. And she'd do all these funny dances. And then she got to a point where something was going wrong in her life. Which mimic how about something going wrong not in being my in life. Hawaii anymore? Yeah, or like I was in a bad relationship. She also was in a bad relationship. She felt the energy. trauma, mm-hmm. uh, and she literally like we would take her out, my friends and I, and like she would run at the door, and we'd have to lock ourselves in the bathroom, and she'd be like pecking at the door, and I was like, something's wrong with Charlie. Like she's not happy. I don't know what's happened. So anyway, I came home one night from work, and I would always go to the cage and be like. I'm Charlie Bird and stick my nose in the cage and she'd come and go with her little black tongue. She'd go, mm, kiss me. And this one night, apparently he had been screaming at her all day. And I didn't know this, but when I got home, he wasn't there. And I went to the cage and went, hi, Charlie Bird. And she came up and just <gasps> grabbed my nose so hard and wouldn't let go. And she was going, ah. And I froze because I was like, I don't know how to get out of this. So I froze for a second. I said, you're okay. You're okay. And for some reason, and it hurt, like it was, she let go. And I was like, whoa, I saw stars. I was like, that was painful. Their beaks are so sharp. And she was a big bird. And I just remember walking to the guest bathroom and looking in the mirror and I couldn't see anything because it was just blood covering down here. (gasps) And I had no idea what had happened. I called my then boyfriend and said, uh, uh, emergency, I need to go, like, 911, I got to go to the emergency room. The, the bird, I think, just bit my nose off, like, something bad. <laughs> and he was like, um, I'm at the casino, sorry, an hour away, you're going to have to call your mom. And I was like, oh, my, cool, okay, thanks. So I called my mom. Thank goodness my mom was like, okay, we're not going to the ER. You need a plastic surgeon because it was bad. You guys, she had ripped right here. I had to get eight (laughs) stitches. I still have, I still have the scar. And they said if she had gone a tiny bit more, it was already split open. It would have been like off. Like they wouldn't have been able to put my nose back together, but she took me to, this is weird. You guys, Dr. Hofflin does this name ring a bell? Michael Jackson, Dr. Hofflin. Does that ring any bells? 
Nah, I got nothing. He was like his plastic surgeon, like very involved in all his like everything, mm. but was a plastic surgeon my parents knew of and knew him and called him. He met us at the office and, and sewed it up and I had to have stitches, but then I had to go to work, which was mortifying uh-huh. and they couldn't write me out. So they had to put a bandaid there. <gasps> you, well, my point was you did a really good job of <laughs> acting because I know how hard that must've been for you because you probably were super self-conscious more self-conscious I didn't even see it at that age yeah I did not even see it I had like issues with my nose and didn't feel good about it and then got my got a nose job and felt like it was a botched nose job to this day you know I still am weird about my nose and only turn to the side but the good side that I like is actually the one that there's a scar a really bad scar here and when oh I tell gosh. people it's from a parrot, they think, oh, okay, what's the real story? I'm like, no, a parrot <laughs> bit through my nose. It was parrot, split yes. wide open. Anywho. And then I gave, remember I gave that parrot to Nick Scalacci, our makeup artist? Yeah. Because my oh mom my was God. like, you got to get rid of the parrot. That could have been your eye. And I was like, oh my gosh. But parrots live to be like 89. You have to will them. So he had a big farm and ranch. He was our makeup artist. They had lots How long of they animals. Live? Like 80, 90 years, you guys. So is the parrot still around? Oh, I'm sure. Wow. We should ask Nick where Charlie Bird is. <laughs> is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's going to stay with me, I think, all the things in this episode and just how like. Well, first of all, it's going to stay with me. Noah, the guy that was talking to Andrea, like the, the activist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, when he comes in to talk to her and she's like yeah. doing her work, yep. really gets up in there. Yeah. And at first I I had uh, that moment where I was like, is it him? But no, it's the laundromat guy, right? Like Tori. It's the yeah. At first I had a moment of like, oh, but then you realize he sought her out. He he was a little bit of a conniver because uh-huh. he mm-hmm. acts like, oh, Andrea, haven't seen you in a while. And then mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. I found you because of Brandon, which mm-hmm. I thought was, you know, that's not really that's not cool. Mm-mm. But whatever, it worked. And she went right to Brandon's, which I there is a moment in that scene. I don't know if you guys saw when she's going up the stairs and Brandon like pats her holds her back kind of as she's walking up and looks at Jim and Cindy with the eyes like, I don't know what she's doing here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, good eye acting. Eye <laughs> acting. You made a note about that? <laughs> I sure did. He's all, I, I was like, can I do that with my eyes? I, I made a note about Brandon doing the half tuck before the, the half tuck was a thing. Oh, no way. That's a good note. Where mm-hmm. did he do that? Like the front I don't know, half of the shirt. I thought he looked just really hot in this episode. I'm all all about Brandon right now. And he had all the silver bracelets on. Yeah, and the great color choices of his polos because they really brought out his eyes, both the <laughs> bluish green and the burgundy. I was like, oh, wait, all right. Okay. He likes a polo. Andrea says something that was interesting. No, it wasn't Andrea. It was Janice. Janice says, you're either down with the First Amendment or you're not. Yes, which, yes, which that's why this episode is so complicated. There's mm-hmm. like 14 issues being discussed all at the same time. And I yeah. was like, an excellent point, Janice. That being said, I, I don't know about this Roland Turner guy. It was so complicated. I understand why Brandon abstained because I was like, I don't know what I would do. This is a hot mess and very it- violent. There's sort of, some really aggressive like 
Yes. The scene with the, with the, uh, with the swastikas on the building was very upsetting. And then I also understood when Brandon says they want them to remain there until tomorrow because they're saying this could happen again. And you're like, this episode is so intense. It, it, it's filled with so much that just resonated today, just over and over again, especially with people saying things. You have to be so careful with your words, even though, yes, the First Amendment is so important, but you do have to be so careful with your words and the power of your words. Ugh, I don't know. I was just like, oh, well. Yeah, they started to go at it for real. Yeah, this whole episode is just very... Like same thing as wanting to talk to Chuck about the dream episode. I really want to talk to him about this, which I did try. He's on a plane, but maybe we can get him for the next episode. There's just so much to this. They must have rewritten this so carefully so many times. Unless maybe, I don't know, maybe they just got it right the first time, but. We should definitely ask him. It's just such a serious episode. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just, it's overwhelming, especially because of, today and i wonder if chuck how he feels about it today he must be quite proud of himself i would think yeah i would be if i were him i wish i could ask your dad too tori about this episode there's so many times when i think about that but this one like what it meant at the time Mm -hmm. i don't know any jenny change the subject the gibson guitar we didn't talk about that oh yeah donna just comes in hot with that gift for ray yeah a which classic is so Gibson guitar. weird foreshadowing because i've given a guitar to a boyfriend after this like later and then to a husband in real life much later yeah oh wow i was like that's so bizarre they have such mixed feelings about ray oh yeah he's snoozeroony i'm also just always like i'm so used to that scene where there's just really a violent scene that i'm always jarred by him just always on it, edge. i mean like, his character's oh. just written so snoozy like he really doesn't do anything until he does oh okay all right i wonder if that was intentional too to make him sort of um seem the opposite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. didn't see it coming i don't know then you would, did you make them you you want to see them together like it's just like they give him nothing he's just like there yeah. no the guy he's sweet I, I, he's very all about her which i think becomes the problem maybe maybe did you see no no the makeup artist in the in the wow. show <laughs> when kelly was in the makeup trailer mm-hmm. For her big photo shoot oh. that didn't happen. The lady that was doing her makeup was no, 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 no. The real makeup artist? Yeah. No way. Hardly. I love when they do that. That's pretty cool. I can't. The 17 storyline is interesting, too, because there's it's there's obviously more to it. But it's not happening. Well, I think it is. You're going to get the cover now. And it's right, just going to be different. It's going to be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I don't know what you guys are talking oh, about. It's setting a lot up. There's just so much in this episode all at the same time. Like, I'm supposed to keep, like, all this straight. And it's like, I can't do it. Do you like when um, Brandon goes to the gym and he always works out at the same arm machine? 
He's always at that fly machine. That looks like it's from the 1970s. Oh, and then there's that sort of moment between Andrea and Brandon. He comes out all sweaty because he works out in the morning. And obviously she's up because of the baby. And they sort of have this moment, like, I guess we don't know our schedules anymore. And then she does give the heartfelt apology, which I actually like. I like her. Like Andrea. She's a hothead. Yeah, she's very opinionated and not afraid to voice her opinions which is great but i think what you said before she doesn't really leave a lot of room for other people to have their opinions and mm-hmm. jesse called that out like oh you really yeah this is getting a little frictious in their relationship <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's gonna work out i would give the episode award if there is one though to the to grandma rose she's really comes with the wise words her experience, her yeah, knowledge. Lady Suzanne just never came back. It's just so weird. No, now we, yeah, we have a different lady. Yeah. She had yeah. one episode and then just never came back as Grandma Rose. Like, there were, I don't know. I wish, uh, yeah, it's, I wish she had stayed, but this Grandma Rose. No, it's just great. Yeah, yeah. Wish, this is, a, that was a good performance and yes. I do want to see her interview she did. Mm-hmm. What what about the moment at the end when Brandon turns around and sees that David has mm-hmm. joined Andrea and accepted and, and stepped up to his religion, you know, he's yeah. found the courage in everybody else finding the courage. And the importance, the importance, and the importance of it. of supporting it. Mm-hmm. I liked but it all. I did feel that that moment was so hokey. Bit of a bow. Bit of a 90210 <laughs> yeah. bow. Like, yeah. all is right in the world. I'm not Look, sure we'll be. here. Everything is so... Yeah. Throughout the series, though, it's not like this is the first time. Like, we, they definitely dabble in always touching on this. But, yeah, it does ties up in a bow. So it, well, in the next episode, will it be all different? Not I think it's not even to again? Yeah, I don't think we it's just, even it's mentioned. Over. Okay, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's not even mentioned. What's it's the next one called? But the next one is called Rock of Ages. Uh, episode 12 know. that's y'all's homework by the way to watch episode oh yeah 12 and hard to find and yeah, hard yeah. To find. where can they find, find it again it's online on youtube lorraine but i think it's on the dvds you found it on daily mail no daily motion sorry i caught oh, I sorry it, it I, is on the I dvd can only see the end. don't start with me <laughs> if you have the dvds it's on there and then it's also on daily motion which i don't know what that is but i'm gonna go oh. digging for it yeah I definitely have the DVDs. I just don't have a DVD player. <laughs> Gotta deal with that, Sitch. I feel like we talked about everything for this episode. I mean, there's definitely a lot in there that we probably grazed over. But is it grazed or glazed? Glazed. Grazed. Glazed glaze is a donut. Glazed But if over. you graze over something, it means you're eating it as you go. Oh, you're right. Glazed, glazed over. Over, glazed it. over it. Like a light oh. glaze. Like Glossed, gl- perhaps? You know, we. It. So it's hard to. Maybe do all three is right. We we did our best. We did like a grazing, <laughs> like a grazing board. Like it's hard to talk about a date for a birthday, and anti-Semitism at the same time. I'm not gonna yeah. lie; it's really yeah. hard. It was an, an odd mix. Yeah. yeah. So send us your comments and. Let us know. Yeah, Let no, us know. We have to no, rate but... this episode. I feel like we could get in trouble. Depending I'm just on how giving it a 10 it. based on the fact that it could not be more current. It's like, you know what? Yeah. 
Okay, it's 10, 10, 10, 10. Great, done. 10, 10, 10. Yay. Great. First Yay. Ten. This is the first uh, solid all 10s. There you go. Ever in the history of 90210 It's like dancing guys. with the stars. Yeah, you get a perfect like 10. I'm jumping up and down right now. Because <laughs> that's what they do when you get 10s. Um, okay, so next week we're going to watch that episode and we're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. And you guys are all going to yeah. have the best week ever because we love you. This is true. <laughs> Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Everybody have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Choku, choku, choku. You do you. <laughs> love you. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.